This is a Rooster Teeth production. Hello and welcome wait, to wait, wait, another wait. episode of the F- Face Podcast. My name is Jeff Ramsey. With me, as always, Gavin Free and Andrew Panton. This is episode 146. And let me just say off the bat, uh, crisis averted. Yeah? Everybody stand down. Crisis yeah. averted? We're good. What happened? There was a crisis? Uh, well, Hello? well, there, <laughs> hey, buddy. Okay? There was a... Uh, shut up. Can I uh, there was a potential crisis where I, uh, I need to have some work done on my roof oh. last week. Uh, I had to get my, I have a little shed in the back. <laughs> I had some store, I had storm damage, right? This was part right. of the continuing yes. uh, process of surviving Austin. Uh, as I had storm, storm damage and I needed to have my roof on my little shed replaced. And then I needed to have like, uh, some sealant work and some flashing and stuff fixed okay. on my house roof and they, they couldn't show up. And then they uh, like they missed their appointment, and then they just showed up today and were on my roof an hour ago, stomping around with like, <laughs> with, like air compressors, going. Ring! And I was like, "Fuck, fuck, man, this is gonna suck." And that, and they're totally gone. They just, they're just gone. I need to stop you right there. Why? What? You didn't do the preview. What do you mean? What preview? Oh yeah, we haven't done it yet. Uh, but we need to plan it. I was thinking about that. Uh, we need to probably figure out what the preview. At least, what do you mean? <laughs> figure what out. The- the the bit where you set up the thing and then we we go back to it is that what we're talking about? I mean, I can give you one right now. Well, it's still a little late now. Yeah, it, it I time? feel like it's strange. We've already started. Unless you want to re-edit the sequence. See, this is why you being <laughs> on time is a real problem, Gavin. If you were here two minutes early, <laughs> to be fair, I was I was screaming wait wait at the beginning, but uh, my I guess my mic wasn't on. <laughs> no, no, it just didn't come through this. It didn't come through at all. I shouted hello. <laughs> That's what we heard. Okay. Uh, Okay, we'll next week then. Yeah, we'll do it next week. Good reminder. Thanks, buddy. <laughs> <laughs> if we did it now, it would just be the actual thing. So it we, would be. we can't. Well, it would be a preview for later in the episode, I guess. <laughs> That's true. I hadn't thought about that. Not often do people preview 75% of the way through a podcast, 25% of the way into the podcast. Strap in the last act. Eric has a Eric has a problem with that bit. No, he it's does? just no. It's the way you did it. it sucked. Yeah, it's hundred percent. It's very confusing. Yeah. Oh, no. but the concept is strong. Okay. No, I mean, no, it's not. But that's fine. It's like not a strong concept. <laughs> and also, you said to be fair, and then talked about how your mic wasn't working. And I don't know what's fair about that. Well, as you, in, I, you I, came I know. not prepared. What's in, fair? I, I know that it shouldn't be after the intro. I've tried to put it before. <laughs> I'm not, to I'm be talking, fair, there's what's. You came, you were on time, and were not prepared. I don't know what's fair about any of that. I didn't change anything. I kept yelling until it eventually came through. I don't know what you want from me. I didn't change a thing. I want you here one minute early so that way we can uh, plan these things and then not have to spend the first <laughs> yeah. minutes on them. It's not a big that's ask. Fair. It's a one it's minute early fa- thing. No, it's not at all. Yeah, yeah, yeah. If we're talking about what's fair, that's fair. I have to agree with Eric on almost everything he said, except it not being a strong idea. Gotta agree with Gavin. It's a very strong idea. <laughs> I don't, but we're not... Do, it doesn't matter. We're gonna I, do I put it... Here's the thing. For the invite for next week, I have called it face 147. Don't forget the preview. So hopefully that helps everyone <laughs> That does. Remember. That's a great reminder. That, this interaction that. reminded me, we should circle, if we're talking about like recapping things. Eric, what was your smallest thing? What did you buy? Two questions with that. 
I bought a very small lip balm. Uh, it was very tiny. Mm. I'm upset with Gavin. I think we were fleeced. I don't want to rehash the whole thing that you guys got into, but I was absolutely with Jeff. We, I felt bamboozled uh, okay. upon hearing it. Uh, absolutely furious that it was Gavin's idea and we kept deferring to Andrew like it was his idea after being told that it was his idea. So I don't really, okay. I don't know what the whole point just, was. Yeah. It doesn't matter whose idea it is. We were all together. We it were makes talking sense. to you about the rules. And if, if it was your idea, you dictate the pace. The only rule I had was that you have to buy it as the single item. You ignored then, that rule and bought it together. And shut up because we had questions and you were there and it's your thing and it would be your job to answer the questions to clarify the rules i wanted you to can't discuss- just go i have one rule if we have <sighs> questions your job there is to clarify i wanted to discuss the damn rules in an episode before we <laughs> damn also, did it that's the other thing you talking about it like made no sense it like, yeah, we'll figure this out in the episode. We already fucking did it. Yeah, you bought the thing. I don't know what you're talking about. Was that a trial run? Like, what was that? Like, what was what? your cherry? Why were we even at the fucking store if you, you weren't ready to, to do your bit? If you wanted to figure it out first, if you wanted to figure it out first, why did we do it? Because the day before, I sent a picture to Andrew, said, I'm scouting, I'm looking around, I'm at the HEB, I'm sort of getting ideas. And Andrew was like, we're already doing this tomorrow. I was like, oh, because <laughs> I forgot we planned to do that. So I didn't want, that was before the episode recording. We just went and did it because Andrew said we were doing it. So I do you think, think at that point you should have, maybe you can like be on your toes and ready to answer any fucking questions that we have about the thing that we're doing? <laughs> I don't know. If- we didn't discuss any of the rules regarding- <laughs> We don't have to discuss the rules. It's your thing. You come up with the rules. But I was. I wish I wanted to discuss with Andrew in an episode so we could finalize the rules to the point where we were doing it all together on that point. So we might as well defer to Andrew as the judge because he's going to be the one who's going to have stipulations. I so, wish Nick was so here. This whole thing happened because you talked to Andrew and Andrew told you when it was being your idea was being done and you listened to him. Yeah, Andrew said we're doing this tomorrow, and you said, "Oh, okay, boss." Well, I don't want to kill the bit if he if he's already out shopping. I'm going to step Look, I'm a, I'm a yes man. I'm ready to I'm ready to go. I would rather have the rules planned out. Here's the deal. Here's, oh my god. Here's the deal. We don't want to rehash this. I just snorted coffee all over my cute. I hate this. I hate this stupid bit. I shot it, dreamed it. I admit to it. I wrecked it. And now I've got yeah. coffee on my keyboard. <laughs> That's a please take a photo. Uh Andrew. We uh we actually it's, it feels like it's been a fucking year since we did a podcast. It's been I hate when we take weeks off because so much happens. We had a pizza party not oh. last weekend. I guess the weekend before. Okay, and this all came up, and Eric Great. and Gavin okay. went at it. I'm surprised that there's still this amount of anger because I'm I so they got glad. Out of their yeah, I didn't know that that, that, that was a thing. I just wanted to make sure Eric knew that and we had that moment. That was perfect. That was great. That was better than I could have imagined. That I loved it. I'll be I honest. It. I, I knew in the last recording that Eric was going to rail me and I was preparing for it and then he railed me in real life at Pizza Party and I and I thought for this for this recording, you know, you've already had the discussion mainly. I'm just going to remain cool. He immediately got he immediately got on my back and, and I, I, I listened I, to it and I went, 
well, then what the fuck was all that? And it just brought it back to the surface because nothing was resolved. So what type uh, of pizza? Did you guys make pizzas? Did you order pizza? Oh, Jeff is a pizza master. Oh, he's a pizza guy. Dude, dude, I don't know how to tell. Like, did we have six pizzas? Six and pizza. every yeah. one was better than the previous. The it was more pizzas unreal. I eat that Jeff cooked, the more pissed <laughs> off at Jeff I am that he butchered my plowmans. <laughs> He made a, a, a flowery slop out of my amazing <laughs> ingredients. And every pizza after that has been an absolute goldmine of flavor and texture. Well, there's, a, there's some reasons for that. First off, uh, last time when we were making the videos for Face, we used pre-cooked dough. Uh, this time, I went and bought like fresh dough mm. and did the whole like spin it out in the air oh, like wow. an ass like an asshole kind of thing and the chef like did that whole thing uh and then made the pizza on top of that so the dough actually cooked with the pizza and then i just got better at it as i went and also i didn't use any of gavin's trash ingredients which helped too i think mm. but yeah it's uh that pizza oven i'm not scared of it anymore man oh i also i watched two youtube videos this time Ooh. so i got like double the knowledge <laughs> so now are you using it to make sure the spiders don't move back in is that the strategy of regular usage that the pizza parties are happening because <laughs> yeah. you can't have the spiders come back you need to keep that flame going well there's that plus like you know i'm i'm trying to be more social these days and it used to be you'd be like hey come over and get drunk at my house and then people would come over but when you're so you're like oh. hey come over to my house and um yeah you know i'll probably have like a diet pepsi and you could have some some like i don't know bubble water wherever you want so like the pizza makes it's a great such reason a good draw people over i'd be so excited to get invited oh, over it's, to it's great fresh pizza oh that sounds great dude you have an open invite to my any. You show up at my house, I will immediately go to the store and buy pizza supplies oh, for you. Anytime, fantastic. Night or day, three hundred sixty-five days a year oh, for the rest man. of my life. That sounds so good. I'm glad you're a pizza guy. I'm glad that it sounds like the pizza oven is now going to stay. I'm assuming. Yeah, it's not going fantastic. anywhere. Fantastic. I fucking love it. Yeah, we've been having so much fun with it, and and it gets easier every time. That's great. On the subject of food, if you don't don't mind me yeah. changing subjects for a minute, a little bit, I have discovered it was a conversation we had before people have the way that I had burger confidence. I feel like in interactions I've had, people have bite confidence. We're talking about like the average bite to completion on various food items. And uh, I bought, I'm going to post a photo of it. I was, I had a, I got a Costco hot dog post a photo for you guys to see. I want you to guess how many bites, including chewing it took to consume this hot dog. How many do you think it would take you? And how many do you think it took me? Standard hot dog. Oh, there's no, there's no scale there. How long is that? Uh, it's is that a Costco. A, hot dog. Yeah, it's like a yeah. I'd say it's. Foot. Oh, there's a finger under it. Never mind. There's scale. Oh, it's a yeah, big hot dog. See. Costco hot dog. Costco hot dog is roughly eight inches long. Okay, that is five bites. Five, including chewing, not just bites. Chewing. Oh, every chew. So chewing. like chews, chews. I don't well. Understand. Well, we did you, the math, didn't we, about how we, many yeah. chews? You're supposed to do like 30, 20 to 30 chews per bite, Which right? seemed a lot. I felt that was excessive. So, um, Gavin, you'd be 100 chews minimum on that. That seems like, that seems high. You think 100 is high? I think I'm doing chews. like a... Yeah, maybe like 150, looking you're at it. You're saying 150? Jeff, what, did you do, do you have a guess? Well, I, I'm, 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 try, I'm torn between what's appropriate and what I think I would actually do, right? Like, you're supposed to chew 20 times. Do I actually chew 20 times? There are days that I would eat that hot dog in three bites no. and not chew at all. No. Just fucking suck <laughs> it down. Zero. Mm. I, th I think, I think, 
I think I'm like, I'm going to say 182. Including bites, bites and chews. That hot dog took me 322 chews to consume. Oh my God. Wow. See, I, you, that seems that's so That's what high. you think. I'm challenging. Go out, get yourself a Costco hot dog. Tell me how many bites it takes. It's going to be higher than you think. I don't have a Costco membership. I have a Sam's Club. You sneak membership. in. I you just sneak in the side door. Okay. Just walk in. My point is, people have real. Next time you're looking at a food item, guess how many chews it will take you, and then to count it. I bet you you're lowballing by a lot. To be fair, let's let's because we want to put this out. The audience might have Costco memberships and they might want to try this out. Uh, not that this is in any way an ad for Costco, uh, but it is definitely an ad for hot dogs. Um, <laughs> It, what what's what's the preparation here? It's a uh, just a just a normal, normal hot dog, hot dog on a was just what I sesame had. bun with yeah. ketchup. Okay, okay. So that's what the official that's what the regulation hot dog you would be eating from Costco would be. I just I've had this talk with several people since we had a text conversation about this kind of general idea, and every person is way lower on their bite to chew ratio, and then they try to eat something, and they're brought to reality very quickly. Much like me with the mm. burgers, like you. As soon as I would have mm. the first burger, I'd realize I was in a lot more trouble than I realized going in. I think people greatly underestimate how many bites it takes to consume an item. Yeah, I think it would stress me out too. Like if I'm if I'm approaching like a hundred bites <laughs> and I'm not even halfway through, I'm gonna be I'm gonna be like really thinking about it and try to eat and swallow bigger pieces. I hope I don't die. Why would doing you? This. No, you're not trying to get under. Why are you trying to get under a bar? I'm just naturally eat and count your bites. Yeah, it's not a competition uh, in any well, direction. I mean, I, in why? my head it is. Okay, so you're trying to eat it in less bites or more bites? Like, yeah. how do you win? What's the game? Well, I mean, less bites Less bites is more impressive. Is it? Okay. Is there any level of impressiveness on either side of this? Someone's going to choke to death because of a hot dog <laughs> from this podcast. <laughs> it's not a you race. Not, I know it's not a race, but if you knew that Jeff had it in 190 bites and you were almost at the end and you were like on 170, <laughs> no. wouldn't, you, wouldn't you want to come no, in slightly under? because it means nothing. Yes. Yeah, Eric said yes. Jeff said yeah. Yes. I do it. I do it in 180. No, yeah, you're right. I, I can, if Eric's gonna do it in 180, I'll do it in 175. There you go. My See, point this proved. is why somebody's gonna choke to death eating one of these fucking. Hunts. <laughs> That's what yeah. I said. We're good at just making a game out of everything. That's true, but I just like there's a limitation. I think because I've gone through so much food abuse with this show that I, I, I have a window or a different perspective of like there, that's not that's not real. When you're at 170, you the realist. yeah, I've become the realist of food on this podcast. You at being at 170 <laughs> and needing to get to 190, if you can't do it, you can't do it. There's not like you can't force that. That's just a thing that's not going to happen. I like the idea of just shoving in the last slop of hot dog and be like, well, I can bite it three times, then I just have to swallow what's oh, in it. Oh, it's so gross. Or like the idea of like just keeping it in your mouth to try to break it down a little bit without biting it's terrible. Oh, it's terrible. God. Do you think Joey Chestnut could eat 300 hot dogs in the time it takes you to chew one? Uh, definitely, I'd say 100. I'd put him at 100 easily. Yeah, probably, yeah. right? That's fucking crazy to think about it. If you think about now, like, you eating a normal hot dog, and I was, how many was it? 300 and what? It's like 322. Like, a normal hot dog consumption is 322 chews for you, and that dude eats 75 in 90 seconds, or whatever the fuck it is. That's wild. Yeah. Some some people are just built different. Oh, well, it's like you have to change your lifestyle to be like a Joey Chestnut. Like you need to practice. And yeah. It's a whole thing. Mickey Mantle Jean. <laughs> I have a I have a clip that I can't believe we let slip through. Oh. <laughs> okay. Jeff knows what it is. <laughs> oh. Do I? Well, I mean, don't you? What? Here we go. Be the 
weird guy in this yeah. one. I was sitting around <laughs> thinking about <laughs> Jeff, thank you so much. You're welcome. That's what I'm here for. Well, I don't know what that was. How about this? I was thinking uh, about our initials the other day, and the five of us, if you oh. take the first letter from each of our first names, it okay. spells an egg. <laughs> wait, wait, you were thinking about Andrew. Andrew, it's, it's not you. It's not you. Andrew, <laughs> Andrew, Nick, my Eric, Jeff, Jeff and my- Jeff. <laughs> yeah. Andrew, Nick, Eric, Jeff, and Jeff. I was channeling my inner Gus on the RT podcast when he says his name twice, I guess. (laughs) Yeah, believe me, buddy. I saw saw one billion comments about it the second it aired. I can't believe I didn't notice that it was my name that was missing. That's funny. (laughs) I'm pretty sure I meant to say Gav and Jeff, but I totally totally fucking, I gregged it. Another G? I wouldn't say sound cool, but but it's, well, it's another G name. It's got to be, right? That's fair. Yeah. Oh, hey, uh, one piece of loose, uh, a loose end that's out uh, that there's not really a story to tell, but it just got lost in the fray and I don't want to leave it hanging. Uh, I did get a root canal last week. Uh, just oh, so no. If anybody's wondering. Yeah. No. There was I no run out of reactions to you saying that. I don't yeah. know how to react anymore. There was no major story or nonsense to it or anything. I just like I was on the way to, you know, I had to record the I felt like we gave it a great plug in episode, whatever episode just came out, 154, uh, maybe. But uh, the other podcast I did with Gus, uh, Anma, A-N-M-A, uh, I, was, I had to swing by the dentist on the way to that podcast just to check in <laughs> and have the conversation with her about if I needed the root canal or not. And then I fi- we figured we'd schedule it for later in the week. And I sat down and she was like, yeah, you need a root canal. And I was like, I definitely need a root canal. And she was like, let's get started. And I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I, I thought we would do it like Thursday or something. And she was like, I have time today. And I was like, uh, can I come back in like an hour and a half? And so I ran over and I recorded that other podcast and came right back, got the root canal. <laughs> and that was pretty much it. I don't have any more pain. It's not finished. I got to go back next Tuesday and have the root canal finished and then have my permanent oh, crown God. put on. And then that'll be the end of my tooth era again, hopefully. But uh, So but yeah, this and, was under the crown? Yeah, it was under the crown. So they've taken off the crown, done half a root canal. They do the other half of the root canal and then put a new crown on. Uh, your percentages are off. They've done 90% of the root canal okay. and they have just like a little bit left, but yeah. And then the crown has to be replaced. So they, uh, the, the reason I'm doing it Tuesday is because that's when the new crown comes in. Your dental saga is so extensive that when you said roof earlier, I assumed you meant the roof of your mouth. I immediately I went thing. to your mouth and not, I, and I don't think there's any other person in my life I would make that leap with. I think you're the only <laughs> one. Yeah. I had a, a whole crew of dudes up in the roof of my mouth fixing my... <laughs> fixing my tooth shingles but you well you have described uh like two women crawling around inside your mouth <laughs> that's true it is absolutely true it, <laughs> that's, that's <laughs> totally fair anyway so i just just want to leave that out there uh i hopefully nothing goes wrong next tuesday but uh I, you know i mean nothing could it's 10 percent. they just got to do 10 percent. it's easy fucking, just fucking tired of talking about my mouth so yeah no it's fair it's totally fair it's been an extensive process how have things been for you gavin i don't feel like i've talked to you in a long time yeah i've had a it's a busy filming time. Uh-huh. But you know, I'm free for I'm free for more Warzone now. That's exciting. Did you send out the sticks? Or are they still waiting to be mailed? I have not sent them yet. Okay. <laughs> I've been nervous about it. I put my hands above my controller last night, like just to see 
how far I could hold the controller with my thumbs in the air, and it was alarmingly not not a lot. Around three inches, huh? Yeah, it's not it's not gonna look good. I think <laughs> I'm gonna quickly run into troubles, but I've been I've been thinking about it. I have some strategies lined up in my head of how I can make. Have this you been work. practicing? I've been. I mean, I've played a little bit of Warzone. I haven't played that much recently, but I've I've been thinking about like how can I make this work. And just to be clear, like I can, as long as my hands are not touching the stick part, I'm good, right? Yeah, you can twiddle the nubs okay. in any way you want. You can interact with the top nub in any way you want. Any Got body it. part, I think, is fine. But just, if you're holding the sticks, I think that che- that's cheating. Yeah, okay. I've been thinking about, like, can I use my chin on my left stick, and then that would free up my left hand? Like, what? I'm just trying to figure out, but I, th- I think that would be the easiest. A chin is definitely going to go into play. Because I, I th- you were talking about streaming the longest one. I feel like you should stream the early ones, because they're going to be the biggest jumps. Like, going from one inch to two inch is going to be way more significant than going from eight inch to nine inch. You think so? I think so. Okay, well, I'll do both then. I'll start. I, I guess I have to start with no sticks, right? Like, I have to, I have to get a win to get on the yeah, sticks? normal. Okay. You gotta like, yeah. It's like the World Cup qualifier. <laughs> <laughs> I can't wait. Yeah, I think as soon as, as soon as you win the first game, like, Canada has entered into oh, wow. the, the stick game. What an honor for Canada. <laughs> a great accomplishment. <laughs> Do you have time soon? Should I get them out this week? Yeah, man. Whenever you... Yeah, I think as quickly as possible. Oh, Gav, if you're going to mail something to Andrew, can I throw something small in there that I have to send to him? Sure. Okay, thanks. It's no big deal. I'll just... uh, I'll get it to you whenever. But just let me know before you mail them, and I'll I'll, I'll, I'll drive it over. I'm mad about one of my notes. What's your note? I wrote down my first ever childhood disappointment, (laughs) but I wrote it as that, and I can't remember the disappointment. (laughs) But what if you think about (sighs) it? I don't remember... I've been trying to think about it all day. I'm like, why didn't I write the actual thing? Because I remember thinking about it, but like that, it, it was. I was like two days ago. I came up with this note, and I've already. I already can't remember what I was thinking about. So something triggered a memory for you, and you're like, oh, that was actually that would have been my first disappointment. Yeah. In life, and it registered to me as my first letdown. <laughs> really? I'm so mad. I don't know what it is anymore. Huh? Maybe a pet thing, Eric says. Maybe a pet thing. Yeah, I don't. Th- Maybe it was a, a thing about your parents liking your little brother more than you, because that came up a lot. If I remember correctly, I'm trying to think. Do you have an immediate answer, Jeff, on your first disappointment to, to just take Gavin's bit that he doesn't have an answer for? Uh, yeah, I think. Uh, I think I do. Um, I was sitting here in the back of my head just trying to remember my earliest memories, and uh, I think I remember. <laughs> this is. Uh, I think it was shitting my pants. Oh, that's on brand. Yeah, I remember being in my grandma's front yard and playing with a kid and knowing I had to poop, but like I was having so much fun playing. I watched this the other day, actually, at that coffee shop that I go to to write for face. I watched a kid who was playing, just piss his pants and didn't skip a beat and just kept on playing. He was having so much fun. He didn't care. And he was just covered in urine. And all the other kids ended up getting covered in urine. They were rolling around together. It was fucking disgusting. You sat there watching someone else piss? I mean, I guess I was. Yeah, I was just sitting at an outdoor coffee shop that had like a playscape, and a kid was oh, uh, running around. And it just happened. And it just you were just enjoying life, and then something happened in front of you. <laughs> well, I was writing. I was writing uh, recipes oh, for the cookbook, which, I by see. the way, you guys both owe me recipes. Uh, I yeah, you owe me the pupilza, and, and uh, Gavin, you owe the, me the plamens. Yeah. And then we're done. And then we can make the stupid book, which is uh, almost done. <laughs> uh, <laughs> anyway. I remember playing with my friends in the front porch or like in the front yard and being having so much fun that I just didn't want to stop. And then suddenly I shit my pants and then thinking like being so sad that not not that I shit my pants, but that I had to stop. 
And I remember having to go. I remember going to the front door, knocking on the front door, and telling my grandma I shit my pants. And then that's where the memory stops. So that's like the biggest disappointment, oh, your first man. disappointment in yourself. But it's not like you were thinking, oh, shitting myself's going to be great. And then it wasn't. No, it was just like the first time I can remember. It's like my second memory at all. And my first memory wasn't disappointing. So huh. if, that, if that makes sense. Yeah. Yeah, that does. I, I, that's an interesting thought. I remember. An example Gavin gave is, is a great point of I don't remember being excited for something and then it not living up to expectations. I feel like I went through that set with like uh, Lego. Like I was never patient enough to build Lego as a kid, but I like getting the sets. I remember like my third birthday party having a Mario balloon that I thought was so fucking cool. I was like, this is great. I love this fucking Mario balloon. So I kept it in a room away from all the other balloons to be like, oh, I'm going to play with this later. And then my cousin found it and uh, they brought it outside and I was like, ah, Mario. And they got spooked when I did that. I was like, what is Mario doing outside? And they got spooked and they let go of the balloon and it floated away. And I was (laughs) devastated. That's probably the first time I've ever been disappointed in a person. But not like an event, but I was so demoralized. Just like I put I specifically moved this balloon to be safe. No balloon is safe. And float away. I just remember. I still remember just looking into the sky as Mario f- drifted away. That is disappointing. I, that tri- that's reminded me of the first time I was disappointed in a person when I was a kid. I had a Super Nintendo, and I used to play Zelda, Link, Link to the Past. And someone, some one of my friends, just deleted the save, <sighs> and I didn't realize that I was because it was a pre-owned Super <sighs> Nintendo with pre-owned games. I was just playing on like someone else's save. So I had all the weapons and I didn't oh. really know how to play. So I was just running around like killing stuff and I had all this stuff. And then I was just reset to not having any of it. And I never I was too young to like get it all back. <laughs> it was gone forever. And my parents were like, I don't know. <laughs> Actually, I have a I have a disappointed this bring brought up another memory. I was probably around the same age. I decided and I had completely convinced myself that I was going to make a magic potion and it was going to be fucking awesome. It was going to be great. And so I had this bowl of water. It was like a little glass bowl of water. And then I filled it with salt and pepper. And then I stirred it and I was like, this is going to be a magic potion. This is going to be so good. And I drank it and I like puked, essentially. It was just so I was just <laughs> gagging constantly. And it, it flipped from this is going to be the greatest thing ever to why did I think this would work? This is so bad. This is awful. Never again. I will never do this again. That was probably the first time I was excited about something, and then it was completely derailed by reality of what it was. <laughs> it's completely ignorant to you. Salt, water, and pepper not being a good mix. <laughs> I had a, a similar kind of toy dis- or like disappointment moment like that where here's another one that just triggered. I, when I was three or four, uh, my, somebody got me for Christmas a, a little toy called a Tooneyville Choo Choo. It was a little train that played music. Uh, I will never forget the Tooneyville Choo Choo. And it was the loudest goddamn toy, which is why I liked it. And everybody in my family hated the Tooneyville Choo Choo to the point where they would only let me play it outside or play with it outside. (laughs) Oh, my God, there's my Tooneyville Choo Choo. That's it. Oh, yeah, dude. That thing was fucking fabulous. And uh, uh, my mom got so fed up with me one day. She gave me my grandpa's tools and said, I bet you can't figure out how it works. And so I took the whole goddamn thing apart and it was over. And then I realized after I had taken it apart, I realized I don't know how to put this back together. And I did realize in that moment at like maybe four, my mom knew I wouldn't be able to put it back together. And I was pretty fucking disappointed in my mother and myself that day. Oh my God. 
You put the see that thing at the top. It looks like a giant. Uh, looks almost like a red penny. Yeah, it's like those are songs. You like slot them in. Oh, you slot, and then it plays different so, songs. That's awesome. Yeah, yeah, it's fucking cool. It was super cool uh, until <laughs> until I uh, destroyed it. That's devastating. Yeah. It's weird how the earliest disappointments are like just scarred into our brain. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I'm sad of yours, which you can't remember. <laughs> Yeah, mine's healed, I guess. <laughs> you're a lot healthy, mentally healthier than we are, Gavin. You're, you're far more evolved. I just repressed it. This show is sponsored by BetterHelp. Getting to know yourself can be a lifelong process, especially because we're always growing and changing. I mean, as we go through life, we will have things happen to us that will impact us in ways we probably won't ever understand unless we talk about it with someone. Therapy is all about deepening your self-awareness and understanding, because sometimes we don't know what we want or why we react the way we do until we talk through things. BetterHelp connects you with a licensed therapist who can take you on that journey of self-discovery from wherever you are. Therapy is something that has greatly benefited my life, and I would strongly recommend it to anyone. Uh, it's just a, a really impactful experience. So if you're thinking of starting therapy, give BetterHelp a try. It's entirely online designed to be convenient, flexible, and catered to your schedule. Just fill out a brief questionnaire to get matched with a licensed therapist and switch therapists anytime for no additional charge. Discover your potential with BetterHelp. Visit betterhelp.com face today to get 10% off your first month. That's betterhelp, H-E-L-P dot face. You've heard me talk about how important it is to have a VPN to protect your online privacy, but choosing a VPN you trust is equally as important. Now, I like to do my research on sponsors, and I only recommend brands to my listeners that I believe in. I can say with full confidence that ExpressVPN is the best VPN on the market. Here's why. Number one, ExpressVPN doesn't log your activity online. Lots of cheap or free VPNs make money by selling your data to advertisers, but ExpressVPN doesn't do this. They even developed the technology, Trusted Server, that makes their VPN servers incapable of storing any data at all. Number two, speed. ExpressVPN now uses Lightway, a new VPN protocol they engineered to make user speeds faster than ever. I've tried many VPNs in the past, and they can sometimes slow my connection. But ExpressVPN is always blazing fast and lets me stream videos in HD quality with zero buffering. The last thing that really sets ExpressVPN apart is how easy it is to use. You don't need any technical skills to get it set up. Just fire up the app and tap one button to connect. That's it. Even your grandparents could do it. And it's not just me saying this. CNET, Business Insider, The Verge, and many other tech journals rate ExpressVPN as the number one VPN in the world. So protect yourself with the VPN that I use and trust. Use my link, expressvpn.com slash face today, and get an extra three months free on a one-year package. That expressvpn.com slash face. Visit expressvpn.com slash face to learn more. This is a public service announcement. Manscaped now has beard products and is going even further with their brand new Weed Whacker 2.0. Go ahead and tell the world. The leaders in below-the-waist grooming are traveling north of your South Pole with their revolutionary grooming products. The new Weed Whacker 2.0 and their new beard line confirms they have all the best tools for your hygiene toolbox. Time for you to upgrade your game by going to manscaped.com and using our code FACE20 for 20% off plus free shipping. 
all of my friends will not stop talking about the Beard Hedger Pro Kit and the Weed Whacker 2.0 and how much confidence it has given them and their appearance. Gentlemen, meet the Beard Hedger Pro Kit. It is the ultimate package that makes it easier than ever to craft your signature look. It all starts with the cordless electric Beard Hedger. The Beard Hedger is tough on hair, but smooth on your face, leading to single stroke efficiency that brings satisfaction one stroke at a time. This waterproof cordless trimmer has a rotary wheel that gives you 20 hair cutting lengths, all with one guard, so no more messy drawers full of extra add-ons. The Pro Kit also comes with four dermatologist-tested formulations for your post-trim care. This includes Manscaped's Beard Shampoo and Conditioner, Beard Oil, and Beard Balm to moisturize, style, and shimmer your new beard. Plus, the kit has three free gifts, a beard brush, comb, and scissors. With a nice beard, your face is perfectly groomed, right? Wrong! You need to keep an eye out for those tough-to-trim ear and nose hairs. The brand new Weed Whacker 2.0 offers improved blades and skin-safe technology with a no-tugging guarantee. It's never been so painless to mind your manholes. Now that you have your face looking great, you must try Manscaped's Personal Performance Package 4.0 for the full body grooming experience. Good news, the Performance Package 4.0 now comes with the Weed Whacker 2.0 and all of the other below-the-waist grooming products Manscaped is known for. Your significant other will be delighted to see you covering all bases, if you know what I mean, wink face. So get 20% off and free shipping with our code FACE20 at manscaped.com. That's 20% off with free shipping at manscaped.com and use our code FACE20. Always use the right tools for the job with Manscaped. I have a couple things that um, I don't know that we'll have time for everything today because uh, we haven't spoken in a couple weeks. But I did do. Uh, I'm trying to maintain. Uh, if there's any, if there's any uh, desire for it, I have maintained my movie review. Oh, uh, thing. And since we didn't record a movie last or an episode last week, I actually have two movie reviews. I could do one or both or neither of those. And then I also. Uh, I have a thing, Andrew, that I have specifically kept from you, not because I didn't want to include you okay. in it, but because I showed something to Eric and Gavin at the pizza party that has kind of exploded my life and changed me into... Uh, <laughs> I, I'm in a new era of my... A new phase of my life, if you will, a new era. Uh, and I would love to to bring you into it. And I think oh. that, you know, Gavin was talking about how we're great about making games out of everything. I have created a game that I think we're all going to play for content. Okay. Um, Eric said, "Do the reviews and then that first thing." So I'm gonna, I'll just do uh, I'll just do one review and then we'll see if you guys want the second one. Okay. Uh, Can we hear the films and yeah, choose the fir- the fir- okay yeah the first movie is a movie called Triangle of Sadness, <laughs> and the second movie is a movie called A Report on the Party and Guests, A Triangle of Sadness, <laughs> or A Report on the Party and Guests. Have you done any other movies? <laughs> Those are the two movies that I watched. <laughs> okay. One a week. I would like Triangle of Sadness. It, well, there you go. Great example. Triangle of Sadness uh, is actually uh, nominated for an Academy Award this year, I believe. It is a new movie. The other movie I watched is an old movie. Uh, boy, that uh, that that uh, Eric just posted oh, a, a picture of the movie. Uh, that poster says it all. Uh, it was uh, made by a, a man named Ruben Ostand, and uh, and here it is. Uh, I, I watched a movie called A Triangle of Sadness. The Triangle of Sadness is about a man's forehead. Uh, quite literally, uh, <laughs> it's about old people throwing up. It's kind of like Below Deck meets Survivor. Uh, people have sex for pretzels, and that's pretty much it. Yeah, so here's here's how I broke it out. If you are a fan of sex work, 
of nipples, lots of different kinds of nipples, of old people, of, of vomit, of old people vomiting, of old people sliding around in their own and other people's vomit and quite possibly pooping themselves at the same time, and lush tropical settings, then you should check it out. Oh, also, uh, it has uh, the only recognizable person in it is. Do you guys remember the TV show Cheers? Yes. Do you know the guy that when, you remember the character Coach who died? Yes. And then they had to replace him uh, with a guy named Woody Boyd, kind of a dumb <laughs> I, country guy. I don't remember Woody Boyd, but yes. Yeah. Well, they they repl- that guy, the guy that played Woody Boyd in Cheers, is is in the movie. He plays the captain. Okay. Based on your description of it, it seems like a suitable pairing would be a guest house paradiso. What? Uh, Jeff, they didn't get that it was Woody Harrelson. That's his name. Woody Harrelson is the guy that played Woody Boyd oh. in Cheers. I just assumed. Okay. Drop that. Right. His name was also Woody, which is pretty easy to remember. Yeah, it was just like the first thing I remember seeing him in. So that was what popped to my mind. Uh, Woody <laughs> Wait. That's his name. <laughs> uh, g- have you seen Guesthouse Paradiso? Yeah. Is it good? Uh, if you like Bottom. Okay. I don't know what that means. I like Jeff's reviews I'll more than Gavin reviews is what I've determined. I want to hear your review of uh, a report on the party and guests because okay. it's a Czechoslovakian film that I cannot believe you watched. Uh, yes, that's the movie. Uh, I watched a movie just this last week called A Report on the Party and Guests by a man named Jan Namak. Uh, it was filmed in Czechoslovakia in 1966. Uh, and here are my, uh, here are my thoughts. Uh, it's about people in the woods having fun uh, a lot of people in Czechoslovakia in the 60s like to eat cake with, with their hands. Um, they like to do a lot of stuff outside that you would normally do inside, like uh, have picnics and eat food. Uh, wh- uh, they shave with an electric razor. Uh, they like to bathe in the creek in the 60s in Czechoslovakia, they even, even with soap. Uh, they, uh, it, was a lot about, uh, it was a lot about how sturdy desks are. <laughs> Uh, most of the people in the film had poor chair posture, I noticed. Uh, also, everybody in Czechoslovakia in 1966 looks exactly like somebody who's in popular culture today. There was a lot of lookalikes in there, the biggest one being a guy who looked uh, just like Cole Escola. Uh, and that's pretty much it. Uh, they, they like to eat outside a lot. They had a whole dinner outside. Oh, uh, and it's a... Uh, it's like I guess the other thing about it is it's a, it's an allegory for like oppression and conformity and uh, unquestioned authority and uh, it's a, I guess like a, a teardown of of Stalinism and uh, it was banned in Czechoslovakia for twenty years and the the director had to flee the country and I don't think he ever got to come back uh, but it's mostly about people shaving outside and uh, and playing pranks <laughs> on each other and picnics a lot of picnics which would you recommend out of the two of them to watch. Well, if you're a fan of old rich people vomiting on themselves and on each other, I would recommend that one. If you're a fan of people who look like people you've seen in other stuff having picnics and eating cake with their hands like savages and then taking a bath in a creek in the 60s, uh, I would recommend that one. Sort of either or. Why were you shocked when Gavin said, which one would you recommend? <laughs> and then you said to watch, like there's something else you were going to do with film. No, I, you know, I think that's fair. What is your favorite movie, Jeff, to listen to? I have an answer. <laughs> okay. Tron Legacy. I don't feel like I need to see any of that, but that's a, that's a good soundtrack. It's a good soundtrack in that movie. I could listen to that movie all day. Well, I'll be honest. It, unless you speak Czech, you, you probably shouldn't listen to a party in its guests because there's a lot of reading involved. Yeah, uh, but I do you want to listen that. to Triangle of Sadness? Uh, I mean, 
Yeah. Something I haven't tried. I haven't tried just to listen to it. But ha- yeah. have you seen? Have you seen that movie, Eric? Uh, I've seen. Uh, I've seen parts of it and went. Ah, not for me. There, it's excessive with the vomit. Excessive is a fantastic word for it. Yeah. Um, excessive, I think, is the right word for it. So there you go. Uh, those are. I've now reviewed three films. Uh, those are two of the three films that I've reviewed. And uh, and there, there you go. Uh, old, uh, I, I gave you a new one, Academy Award nominated one, and then an older classic, as it was, as they were, as it were. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> I get so lost in your movie reviews. I feel like I somehow come away with less of an understanding of a movie I've never heard of than I did going in. For the, the Czech one, the Winona Ryder one, that motivated me. I actually recommended that movie to someone based off that recommendation of yours. Without seeing it? Oh, no. Yeah, not at all. It was just, I, it was the same day. <laughs> someone was like, have you seen any good movies recently? And I was just like, ah, this Winona Ryder one. Watch that. Maybe that's what we get out of this, is we get a show where Andrew passes on Jeff's yeah. movie reviews and recommends them to other people. <laughs> having never seen any of them. Yeah. And I just not being able to convert Jeff's score system, just saying all of them are great. You should watch this. It's great. Well, I think everything inherently has value. It's all just how you look at it. All things. All things. Yeah. Every film has value to the right person. Even Guesthouse Paradiso. Maybe you should watch that. <laughs> I'll give it a shot. There's, uh, there's vomiting and nipples in it. Oh, well, I'm, I mean, I just watched a lot of those, but I'm, I'm, willing, okay. to, I'm willing to check it out for sure. Speaking of what vomiting, is... what's up, Andrew? Oh, I want to know your lifestyle. <laughs> okay. Okay. So uh, I wonder the best fucking is that it looks like Gerard Dippado throwing toilet paper. Uh, I guess it should be. It's a gift, but it's not playing. Never mind. <laughs> <laughs> uh, I, I guess I'll do this. You guys feel free to go watch it. It's a little compilation I put together today, a minute and 46 okay. seconds, and then we'll come back and discuss. So what, what am I watching exactly? Is this on Twitch or what is this? So what you're watching, <laughs> this is that on YouTube. <laughs> this is on YouTube. <laughs> what I have given you is a is a compilation of some of the clips I've recorded on my phone from a live stream that appears on YouTube 24 hours a day right now that I stumbled onto. Emily and I stumbled onto it two weeks ago, and it has taken over our lives. In Key West, Florida, there is a bar called Sloppy Joe's, and Sloppy Joe's put up a webcam uh, that they broadcast 24 hours a day. It's been going for like four months straight without an interruption, and they put up uh, a webcam at the entrance to their bar, and it kind of faces out towards the street to an intersection. It's on a place called Duval Street in Key West, which is like their version of 6th Street or Bourbon Street. And so what I cut together for oh. you, Andrew, is a, is highlights that I've been sending to, oh Andy, my God. to Gavin and Eric for weeks. Oh, we got a fight. Now. They're fighting. I'm sorry. This is... That's, uh, okay. <laughs> fight's gone. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> So the, the the compilation included a guy throwing up in a trash can. Uh, <laughs> it included uh, a, a, just a, a straight up go-kart just driving around uh, the street, which was very funny. It included a lady deciding to take a nap on the middle of the street. And then I, I cut out about, thir- oh, about three minutes of her rolling around on the ground. And then she gets up and just books it. Uh, it included <laughs> a, a bunch of nerds getting into a fist fight. Um, it included a dude doing some weird dancing uh, 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 just a bunch of nonsense. And then at the end, it included a guy who walked right up to the camera who had a shirt on that said, hey, f- face, which I take <laughs> as a sign. 
that uh, nothing to do with us <laughs> it was like a north face shirt but it said hey yeah. face uh, and i thought like wow this is this is the universe telling me that i'm in the right place right now i've been watching this channel at night nonstop. like i have it on in the background anytime there's like a commercial break or halftime in a celtics game i'm over there watching it i keep it up on my phone i've become addicted to it and it's just this camera that's out front of this like of this bar in Key West, and Key West is at, at this time of year is just full of like old, fucking like bald middle America lawyers and dentists and accountants <laughs> and shit in their fifties who are going down to Florida to cut loose and getting fall over drunk, and they are getting into fights. They're uh, they're flashing their old man titties at the camera. They're taking naps in the street. There's dudes dressed up like Rocky taking photos with people, even though the dude dressed up like Rocky is probably like 280 and pushing 60, maybe. Uh, it's just, it's insanity. It's bedlam. And Emily and I have been so obsessed with watching it that I started to write down all the things that I was seeing. And uh, very quickly, that turned into, uh, let me pull up Discord. That turned into an idea that I want to show you guys right now. As soon go fuck off with this. <laughs> Select more photos nonsense. All right, here we go. What, what the fuck? There we go. There we go. Uploading to the Discord. Sloppy Joe's Bingo. Okay. Yeah. I have created great. Sloppy Joe's Bingo. We have written down about 55 of the things that happened the most frequently that always happened because I and I've been playing bingo every night, adding and modifying and eliminating until I have it whittled down to about to about 50 things. I want us all to get together and like you see some of the things on bingo. Uh, tricycle. That's it. There's these weird tricycle cars that are always driving around. People crying happens all the time. People in dumb hats happens all the time. Almost get hit by car constantly. Puking on the ground in a trash can at least once a night. Couple fighting, guaranteed. Dudes with bandages, I promise you'll see one. Guy on guy scooters, <laughs> nothing funnier than watching two dudes not try not to touch each other on the same scooter. Skateboarders, they're everywhere. Car delivery pickup, you see that fairly often. That's an easy one. Sucking on a chili dog outside the Tasty Freeze. There's a hot dog stand right down there, and people love to eat their chili dogs right into the camera. You see that a bunch. Tons of mullets. Free space is called fuck space. Uh, can hear the cover band playing Green Day. Happens at least eight times a night. People in formal attire. It's a beach, but it does happen. People sitting on the curb. People wearing cowboy hats. Cop cars, ambulances, fire trucks. They're constant. People in go-karts. You just saw one. People picking their nose. Picking a wedgie out of their butt. Gra scratching their crotch. Spitting. All that shit happens. Bachelorette parties. Please. Dancing. Uh, you already saw some of that. Luxury cars. I saw Rolls Royce the other night. Aggressive honking. It's the best. Ghost tour bus. That <laughs> swings by five or six times a night, plus about 30 other things. I have the Sloppy Joe's bingo cards randomized so we all get different stuff. My idea is that we all get together one night. I, I, this, the sucky thing is, is like prime time is like 10 or 11 p.m. our time in Austin. Okay. But we all get together and then somehow we all watch the live stream and then somehow stream via Twitch or whatever, us commenting on it and playing bingo. I, I cannot wait to do this. Yeah, this is a great idea. Will we have the ability to like zoom in on the stream to like show stuff up close? I mean, I don't know. It's just on YouTube. Like you have the controls that you have on YouTube. I, I don't know how the logistics of it work, honestly. 
but I think if we can if we can figure out where we just like all like broadcast together, uh, I don't know. Like you were showing me that thing the other day, Andrew. Uh and then we just all we can invite the audience to tune in and then they can open up like riff tracks. They can open up the screen themselves. I don't know what the legality is of us rebroadcasting a public live stream because all this shit is happening publicly. I don't even know what I can do with that video. I just recorded that stuff off my screen, but it's just people in a public space. So I, I don't know if we can maybe release it or not. We'll have to maybe look into I mean, that a little bit. Is there privacy in public? I feel like it's not. I think it's less about privacy in public and more about it being not our video. Stream. Yeah. Sure. But the, but the video is of a public space, right? So but it's confusing. If, if we pick a time to do this stream and have our own bingo cards and say it's 10 p.m. Central Time on whatever date, and we get together at Jeff's house and Andrew watches at the same time, and we all have our bingo card, and then it's all scrambled up. We all have different bingo cards. I bet we could tell people, hey, we're doing it at this time, or we can maybe record something and put it out with some kind of timestamp or recorded piece. Um, I just don't know about broadcasting live the same, like, the thing. But. The interesting thing about the stream is because it's constantly broadcast, it's mm -hmm. not being pulled down and archived. So yeah. you all you have a 12-hour buffer. Mm -hmm. So you like you can go backwards 12 hours and that's it. And then so I think it has to be like in the moment, you know what I mean? Or right. we have to we have to clip an 30 minutes out of that stream and then decide that we're going to, you know, re-upload it. What if we couldn't we 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 do it. We're doing we're like watching it live. And we can't stop until we get a bingo. We just have to continue. Well, potentially I mean, I, I love I love that idea, but you'll get the bingo. I mean, it's I've been playing it for a couple of weeks. I think you'll get the we'll get a bingo within 20 minutes. Really? My fear is that we get bingo too fast. Oh, wow. Yeah. Full card. When I was describing it to Gavin, I was card? I was saying it's it's like, uh, well, you just get a bingo in any direction, not full card. Full card would be fucking. No, bad. but I'm saying if we did it full card, how long do you think that would take? Oh, I don't know. That could be brutal. Okay. I think we play it as a regular bingo and we do what I was telling Gavin, the old Achievement Hunter Minecraft rules, which is if the game takes five minutes, we play it 10 times. If it takes 50 <laughs> minutes, we play it once. And pretend like that was the plan all along. Yeah. And then just, just, and then we have the power of editing. So it was, it was always the plan. The premise of being like six hours into a sloppy Joe's stream, miserable, just waiting for a guy on a scooter is really funny to me. Oh, it's fucking the best, dude. It's to the, the best. problem with calling people who live nearby. And yeah, to get on I'm exactly. like, it's like it'll be like one in the morning and Emily and I'll be trying to go to bed and I'll be screaming cowboy hat for fuck's sake, man. Come on. <laughs> and Emily's like, trip off a curb. I want to go to sleep. Yeah, it's pretty fucking fun. I just mean like it's it's absurd to wait for these things. So like if we had to like really wait, if we were like, fuck, I'm so fucking sick of watching Sloppy Joe's for as long as we have. Please, <laughs> yeah. for the love of God, will someone just fight someone? Will a bandage guy just walk by? Please. We just we need to, to get out of this. Like I think there's something really funny in that. It's definitely funny. We could we could do like a plussed up marathon version. You know how like uh, Roosty did that like uh, Uno stream? Sure. I almost said, you know, Uno stream. <laughs> uh, we could do like our version could be like the sloppy Joe fucking stream. And then, but this only works as long as this fucking live stream is up because I have scoured the internet after I found sloppy Joe's and there are no other 
cameras that are of similar quality and location. Like, there's nothing on Sixth Street. Oh, there's nothing I could find on Bourbon Street anymore. If anybody knows of good ones, it'd be I'd I'd love it. I didn't know you were allowed to just film the street with security cameras. Or like film. I thought you have to like aim it at your own property. I mean, that's probably their property, isn't it? It's the whole street. No, no, no. It's like this. It's the sidewalk, like probably right in front of their business. And that's, I mean, I think that's probably like the long and short of it. No. Yeah, maybe you're right. I mean, the government does it. Think about it. And if the government does it, then Sloppy Joe can do it. (laughs) Uh, I do think this is something we should do. I think that we should offline and and pick a day and a time. And then we can, you know, scramble up bingo cards and do this. And I mean, shit, worse comes to worse. I bet I can screen record and we can figure out how to release something like this. It's a it's a really good idea, Jeff. This is a really good idea. I feel like it's worse than the um, the falls, though, in that if we don't put the video in somehow there's no point there'd be no way for the people to enjoy it if they couldn't no no i think i think Um, we have to i think we have to put the video in it's let let me let me kind of poke at some things and see if i can figure it out but uh, if i was 23 years old and on twitch i wouldn't it wouldn't even matter i would be able to do it for like five years and it wouldn't be yeah unfortunately you started a business 20 years ago and it's owned by somebody else so i know really just do whatever we want all the time what I if know. we did it under fluke face? That's uh, a great <laughs> idea. I have an anal passage YouTube channel that is ripe for you. What? <laughs> oh, God. Use that again. Um, anyway, uh, that so what? I, when I say I'm in my sloppy area, what that has ushered in is it has changed how I live. Uh, I now, at, kind of at the same time, I started wearing these pants that Emily got me for Christmas that I, I they were like almost like pajamas. They're like, I don't know how to describe They're like, almost like parachute pants, but they're like gathered at the bottom and they're like pajamas. And I've, I've started wearing them 24 hours a day because they're so comfortable. Like, I don't even care. <laughs> I was hanging out the other night, uh, getting dinner with, uh, uh, super fan Vanessa and her husband, uh, Bernie and Emily. And Bernie looked at me and he's just like really cool artist, heavy metal dude. And he goes, you just gave up, huh? You just totally given up. And I was like, pretty much. I just wear the pajama pants 24 hours a day. Now I, we've started eating sloppy Joe's. We've had sloppy Joe's three times. Since we started watching Sloppy Joe's, <laughs> uh, I uh, I got <laughs> I got two uh, Lazy Boy recliners, so now I'm sitting sloppy. <laughs> I just sit in, sloppy in a recliner. That is a really sloppy era that you're in. I, my my favorite thing on the bigger card is how subjective some of them are. It's dumb hat. Oh yeah, you'll great. you'll see it when you see it though. <laughs> okay, like <laughs> some dude in a top hat walking around the beach. It's a dumb hat. That's fair. It's also contextually. I'm glad that you found this this era, Jeff, that you're now in, and it's brought you so much joy. Yeah, it's I call it sl- I call it year of slop, and I'm gonna embrace it. It's gonna be my slop year. I'm mad at you for putting me in an era. I'm annoyed with you. Well, what does that mean? You've put me in an era that I wouldn't have been in otherwise, and all it does is bring pain. I've been watching the XFL since it started, <laughs> based on your recommendation, <laughs> Jeff. Message me. We got to record this thing. I've got an idea. And so we recorded a podcast all about XFL fandom. And I was like, okay, sure, I'll get into this. Now, for how it works in Canada, I have to watch these games live or else I don't see them. They play once on a streaming service. There's no way for me to record it. So I have to to lock in. We're now three or four weeks into the XFL season. We have not recorded a second episode. I don't think we <laughs> will record a second episode. No. But I'm still watching these games 
taking notes on all the things that are happening and how I feel about it and being disappointed because I've been following the Seattle Sea Dragons who have, through the first two weeks, been awful. Awful. So yeah. bad. They keep screwing things up. They're just terrible. I hate Ben DiNucci. They won last week. I wasn't able to watch it because I had something else going on and I have to see it live or else I don't see it. So I missed the only win they've had all year. And they, after a back-to-back second week, they blew it. Completely blew it. I sat in my bathtub mad at you, Jeff. I was like, I fucking, <laughs> I'm genuinely frustrated by this team. And I only care about this team because Jeff recommended, I don't want to have opinions on Ben DiNucci, Jeff. You've made <laughs> me have opinions on Ben DiNucci and I hate it. Well, let me, let me say it was, I think it was a great idea. And I think it was a great, it was a great, the problem is, the problem is, is we just, we got there a little too late. I, I, I wish that I had I, I identified that XFL was going to be coming out a little earlier so we could have put a little more prep work into it. I thought the test that we did on week one or right before week one went really well, but then just life got in the way and we could never get. Are you watching the games? Yeah, I, I still am. Okay. I'm, I'm, I'm going to commiserate with you. I'm going to commiserate with you because I'm a Brahmas fan. Dude, I bought all the Brahmas gear. I'm walking around my house in San Antonio <laughs> Brahmas clothes. They're one and fucking two. They're terrible. What? All right. They f- what? What you, do you mean, what? You bought the gear? Yeah, dude. Oh, if yeah. I'm going to be a no, Brahmas he's, fan, he's I'm wearing in. fucking well, Brahmas clothes. Never mind, I guess. I was going to say, well, the USFL kicks off in mid-April, so there's time. Thought about it. If you want to do a USFL thing, but I wasn't aware that you <laughs> bought all the promise you, gear. Could you yeah. just do a summary episode at the end of the season? Yeah, that's that's what I was going to say. I think we that's need to record one, and we, it could be a two-episode thing, maybe, or even just one. I of I just I think it's funny the beginning and then the end of where we ended up with our fan. I just got out a little over a little ahead of my skis on this podcast, and I was. I had a burst of creativity and I just wanted to test it with you. And the test went well enough that I know it's possible. Uh, I, uh, yeah. Oh, that's sweet logo, right? That's the worst logo I've maybe you ever seen. About? For it's sports. all lightning. <laughs> it's Gavin. Yeah. It looks like a bug. Dude, how else do you make a cow cool? <laughs> that you make looks, it a lightning look at cow? that. No. Look at it. No. Look at it. Eric. That's an ant. Eric. It's an ant. That is a no. bug. Their logo. Eric, you need to look. Is a bug. You need to look inside yourself right now and realize that your hate of the Chargers is bleeding into how you wow. feel about this logo. You see lightning see, I don't, and you're triggered by can it. We, it's deep down. Can we get together sometime and like we should look at the XFL logos and maybe I would rank, love that and, and rank them. Yeah, because I have them. <laughs> can we see more examples? I give you all of them. There's only eight teams. There's eight teams? Gavin, Dude, that's How it. about this? Gavin, there are eight teams in the entire league of the XFL, which, by the way, I don't know if you know this, is owned and run by The Rock. Yes, uh, that's why they're the Brahmas. There are, three of the eight teams are in Texas. Yes. <laughs> they all just look like other logos. Yes. Only one fucking team, I believe. No, only two teams are on the East Coast, Orlando mm-hmm. and D.C. Everything else is West Coast. It makes no sense. The Battlehawks has the worst logo. Well, disagree. here's the really I, no. I just the bot, that, well, here's the problem with the fucking Battlehawks. I've decided that they're my enemies because they played uh, the Brahmas in opening day <laughs> and they kicked the shit out of them. And the worst part about it is fucking AJ McCarron is their goddamn quarterback, one of the greatest quarterbacks in the history of Alabama football, and I got to fucking root against them. Ah, ah, ah! The Brahmas. So what? How many games are there? 
10 so per week. 10 or 11, something like that? Yeah, I think it's 10. Huh. Yeah, the season lasts like three or four months. That's why I thought it was perfect. It's like it's like the relaunch of this. Like, it basically died, and then The Rock bought it from Vince McMahon, I yes. guess? Yes. Yeah, that's and correct. And brought it back. So what do they do at the end? Is it like the Rock Bowl? Like, how do they... Who wins? Yeah, it's the Rock Bowl. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, it's the Rock Bowl. <laughs> it's going to be in San Antonio. Super Bowl. Guy. It is. It we're is, going. That's close to you. Um. Okay. Hey. Yeah, but the USFL also only has eight teams, right? That's true. And that's these are their logos, and these look like logos. The XFL logos do not look like logos. The XFL, I, the XFL logos are bad. I think no, I disagree. I think there are more USFL, USFL logos I dislike than XFL. Never There's only one the XFL, XFL logo I think is terrible. <laughs> USFL is another thing that's just it's an old thing that's a new thing again. See, it's, you have yeah. all these leaks. This is perfect for relegation. Everyone who loses oh, but, in the main NFL should go into the XFL. Oh, G- Gavin, it's never going to happen because this is all like worse than college football. Like it's perfect. This is never. You'll never get it. It'll never happen. Oh man! Imagine if the Renegades went up. I found the XFL to be very engrossing this season. Engrossing. I've enjoyed it. Yeah, they have some fun rules. The level of play, hit or miss. Fun rules. I did, I don't know. Did you? Were you keep up with the the lemon the lemon issue in the first week? That was by far one of the greatest sports stories I've seen recently. Absolutely. Times. Le- the beer snake. Yeah, the beer snake. Beer they snake confiscated. Lemons? Yeah, so it was the Seattle Sea Dragons game against the Washington Defenders. And I guess the Defenders fans have this ritual of making a beer snake where like everybody in the stands puts their beer cup together and it extends several <laughs> rows. And they're in the process of doing that. And then security confiscated the beer snake. So all the fans started pelting the field <laughs> with lemons. Yeah. And it just, I don't know where they got those. Like, those are huge lemons. I don't know where they got all the lemons from, but they're like hitting players and refs <laughs> with the lemons. So they had to briefly stop the game. And then it changed the momentum of the game where Seattle was like dominating. Oh and then Washington rallied after the lemon attack that they yeah. generated themselves, that their own security team stole. And there's this great moment where like the sideline reporter like gave an update and is like yeah we went to the side and they were like we have no idea why they stole our beer snake but we will not stop throwing lemons until it's returned to us there must have been one fan who was the point of contact between everyone else and security and he had to be like look you guys took the beer snake the lemons are gonna keep coming you're gonna have to give the beer snake back (laughs) it just became like a unified front of lemons it's like they do so much fun stuff like they have everybody mic'd up. You're hearing the coach, and the coach is fucking... Every coach in that league <laughs> is wild yeah. and says wild shit. You're getting access on the sidelines that's just insane. I'm going to share this with you guys real fast. Hold on, just to show you. Uh, here's, like, what the filming is like. <laughs> <laughs> the, it's a TikTok called XFL Cameraman Got No Chill. It's uh, <laughs> They're invasive. <laughs> he went straight in with a squat. <laughs> yeah. A handheld squat. That's great. <laughs> That's what's going on in the XFL. It is fucking nuts. That might be the most condescending stance I've ever seen <laughs> in my life. It has made me question all football coaches. The level of access we have. Like, I don't know if the Seattle Sea Dragons coach is an idiot or if this is just like standard coach speak. But like they were they lost the second game to a field goal with two seconds left. They were like up by one and they lost by two, I want to say. 
and uh, they called a timeout to try to ice the kicker. And so they called the timeout and everybody kind of like walks back to their sideline and their coach yelled, tell them they need to block this. It's like great fucking analysis. I'm glad. Wow. Great job. Is that what like all coaches say? Like, I don't know. I need to know if that's what all coaches do or if he's just ridiculous in that way. Like there's another play where it was fourth and whatever. And he's like, tell them that they need to convert this. It's like, no shit. Like, what are you? What is that doing? Like, it's not a play attempt. Ugh. Live censoring of swearing? Nah, no, no, there's no point. No, no, there's they no don't care. Po- well, I think they, they don't want it, but they just they don't have the tech to, to stop it. They did a thing that was one of the worst ideas. It seemed cool, but I saw it a bunch on opening day, and I haven't seen it nearly as much since. Is they would throw to the booth when they're reviewing a play to see if it was a penalty or not, and you see the guy who's like in the XFL, like the yeah. professional who's determining whether a, a call was correct or not, and he looks so fucking lost and confused and it's just a dude on a computer going uh, eh, uh and you're like oh my god i hope that's not how they do it in the nfl and and in the nba because that is brutal it made it more entertaining though like i wish the nfl would do that like you cut to them and it's like you hear him saying like okay what angles do we have is that the only angle we have of this what about this let's try this let's go to this and like hearing it all live, like it just it feels better. Than, <laughs> You're making him sound more competent than he looked. I don't know. Maybe the games I saw with him were different than yours, but he was yeah. he was great in the ones I saw. If I had to film on a sport that had like decisions based on footage, I would f- I would find that so stressful. Like if mm. I was if I was not only getting coverage of the game for the viewers. But I was also providing evidence. Yes. I'd, I'd be so stressed. Also, you're doing that for the XFL. Your camera work affects the game. Well, not just that. Yeah. There's six cameras, I assume, at most. <laughs> it's it's like four. Like, they can't have many cameras per game at the Mm-mm. XFL. As opposed to the NFL, <laughs> where they're like, nah, we have no angle of this. And it's like, what are you? You're a fucking billion dollars. What are you saying? 800 how do you, cameras. How do you not anymore. have? It's insane. So I actually, I, I really enjoy the back and so much of it just comes down to whatever the call on the field is because they can't they don't have an angle to yeah. like overturn it or whatever or it's definitive i think they should mic the bull that'd be <laughs> inside that would be great just hear a lot of like people getting slammed and panting <laughs> who knows if it'll continue like this at, in future seasons but it just it feels like the wild west right now it's just it like does. it's you don't know what you're gonna tune in to see it's insane every it day. is uh eric says we should wrap up uh, and uh, speaking of access and and wrapping up, uh, I I I have one small story I want to tell you guys because if I don't tell it this week, it'll never get told. Um, and uh, before you get to that story, real quick, on the twenty third at eleven a.m. Central, me and Jeff are hosting a live shopping thing where we're going to be mm. releasing the uh, face baseball line of our jerseys and all that's a hat. Uh, well, there's a bat. It's good stuff. So go tune in. And you could uh, buy that stuff. And we're also giving away some of the cards to people who buy stuff. Now you can tell that story. Yeah. Yeah. Well, we're going to do like a break stuff. It's like a mixed break stuff and then live sale thing. So we'll pull like random cards and then we'll ship them to people that, you know, like random. Oh, that's awesome. Merch. Uh, and I got to say, I've been wearing the jersey around the house. It's so fucking comfortable and it's so nice. It I is, like mine. It really does rule. Eric said it rules. Uh, okay. Here's my brief story. And then I'll let everybody go. Uh, the other day I decided I was cleaning up my closet spring cleaning, you know, and I decided to take a bunch of stuff to the storage unit uh, where all of our Christmas and Thanksgiving and Hall- and ha- Halloween decorations live. And um, it's like Fort Knox, the storage unit place. 
I don't really think about it much, but you have to enter in a code to get into the gate, right? <laughs> and what's different about this one than any other one that I've been to is you also have to enter in a code to leave. Uh, you can't just, you can't just like pull up and a sensor opens. You like, if you make a move, if you move more than 10 feet in my storage unit, you have to enter a code. So I, I wasn't even thinking about it. I go there all the time. I basically live there from like October to January as we're shuttling Christmas and switching out Thanksgiving and Halloween and shit, because you know how insane Emily is with the decorations. Uh, and so, um, I don't really think anything of it, but I had like a bunch of, uh, old merchant stuff I wanted to hold on to. So I thought I'd throw it in storage. I drove over there and there was a guy putting in his code and he drives in. And so the gate was open. So I just followed him in and then I parked and, uh, I grab all the stuff out of the car. It's like a bunch of trash bags and I like hold it and I walk up to the door to go in the sliding door to go in, uh, to the storage unit. And, uh, I go to enter in the code. And I just don't know it anymore. Like, it's just gone. Like, I can remember <laughs> the last half of it, but the first half doesn't exist. <laughs> it's not even like, I can't remember, it's four numbers. I can't remember any of the numbers. Like, it's just like, it's like I forgot four numbers from my brain. Like, it goes like one, five, eight, nine. When I look at it, like, they're just gone. Uh, and I'm like, what the fuck? And I go, that's weird. So I, I take a step back and I... I go through my phone. I try to find anywhere I have it written down in a notes app or something. I can't find anything. I try a bunch of different codes. I'm not getting anywhere because I clearly don't. I don't even have any like a, like a first or last number to go off of. I just don't remember it. <laughs> and so I text Emily and I'm like, hey, this is embarrassing, but I, uh, I don't know how to get into the storage shed facility right now. Uh, if you could just text me back with our code, I'd appreciate it. And she doesn't respond because she's at work. And, you know, when Emily's at work, she's cutting somebody's hair for an hour or two hours at a time. She's not on her phone and she doesn't have access to her phone because she's, you know, her hands are busy. And I think like, depending on where she is in a, in a haircut right now, I could be strand. I could be fucked for like an hour. And I go, this is clearly not worth it. So I take all the stuff and I throw it back in my car and I back up to leave. And that's when I remembered you need the code to leave. <laughs> and I look around and there's nobody leaving or coming in. There's just that one car, and he went inside. I don't know where he is. And I realize I'm fucking trapped in the storage unit. I can't get out. I can't get out of the... I, there's no way for me to leave this facility. And so I go, and I, I park again, and I just sit there, and I think for a while, and I text Emily again and futility, and, and I don't know what to do. And, uh, and I thought, well, if I sit here long enough, somebody will come and open the gate, and then I can leave that way. And just... Nobody ever does. <laughs> and I, I would say after maybe 20 minutes of just like listening to a podcast in my car, uh, I think, oh, I'll have Emily, I'll, I'll text the uh, superfan Vanessa because she works the front desk and she can go over and just physically ask Emily the code and then come back and give it to me. Uh, apparently, Vanessa was gone for the day, uh, but she still somehow managed to get in touch with Emily. So like another 10 minutes later, I get the code from Emily and I'm like, thank Christ, because I've been at the storage unit for 30 minutes at this point, just sitting in my car. So I grab all the bags out again, all the trash bags, and I go in and I enter in the code, and I can't believe I ever forgot it. And of course, that's the code. I've known it. I have it ingrained in my brain. I'll never forget it again until the next time. Uh, and I go in and I go up to the elevator. Like when you go through the sliding glass doors, you go into an elevator room, and then there's another door that's locked. And then beyond that is like the first floor. It's a multi-floor. I'm not on the first floor. You need a different code per floor to get in, right? So I don't have access to the first floor just to the elevator room. And so I go and it says like, oh, elevator's down for maintenance. Sorry, use the one on the other side of the building. And I'm like, motherfucker. 
And but luckily the door is propped open because they're like, this sucks. You know, people that are on the second and third and fourth and fifth floor, they don't they don't have a code to get in the first floor to go to the other elevator room. I'd have to walk out and go all the way around the building, which would take forever with a bunch of heavy bags. So I walk through because they left the door open and I go all the way to the other side of the building and I enter in my code and I go up in the elevator and I dump all my stuff and I go down the code. I go down the elevator and I turn to go back and I see that the elevator, uh, the door on the return, like from the other side elevator back across is shut and my code doesn't work. And so I then have to fucking walk out and walk around the entire circumference <laughs> of this giant storage facility in the fucking, I mean, it's only maybe 88 uh, in Texas right now, but it's still hot as shit all the way back in so that I can get in and leave. And I was so fucking angry and so mad that I spent, and when it was all said and done, like f- over 45 minutes just to drop off two trash bags. <laughs> That's my story. <laughs> Why do they want people trapped on their property? Why would they? Who, who does that benefit? I have no idea. I have no idea. But I'll tell you, if I was trying to steal, steal something, I was fucked. There was, there was no way I was stealing anything, that's for sure. <laughs> what if you were just alone? What, what if you didn't know anyone? Would you have to call the, call the police? Oh, yeah. Well, here, here's the thing. There's a front, there's an office where you could go in and just ask the guy your code or whatever, yeah. uh, except it wasn't open. At two in the afternoon on a fucking Wednesday. He was just gone for the day. He decided to call it early. I wonder if anyone has ever starved to death uh, just waiting for someone to open a door. I would have had to eat old Achievement Hunter shirts to survive. That's all I had. (laughs) Anyway, it was super embarrassing. And uh, uh, here's a maybe not a life hack, but life pro tip for you. Uh, If you're going to go to your storage unit... Uh, be sure you have your code before you go through the Fort Knox of gates. Yeah. Or maybe don't like go to a storage unit owned by the Riddler. Yeah. Like maybe that's it's, also yeah. it's a like sign. the beginning of mystery science theater <laughs> when they're trying to go into the movie. All, all the doors. Yeah. yeah. Or like get smart. Ugh. Okay. Well, Eric wants us to stop. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Is that, that was the end? Prompt stop. Is that it? Is that how it ended? Typically, there's an outro. Right? Well, Jeff oh. usually does the outro. I'm not going to step in on his toes. Oh, man. Oh, you know what? I was going to say, did we already stop or are we still going? Because no, if still we're going. still going, if we're still going, I wanted to say, uh, hey, uh, we don't do a very good job of promoting it, I don't think, or talking about it, but we have a, a face YouTube channel uh, that has all of our videos and stuff on it. I've seen some people talking about it and asking to where, cert- to, where to watch certain videos in, in social media lately and and I w- please take a look at our YouTube uh, channel. It's got a new regulation animation up. It's the Scrumper No Scrumping. The Apple Scrumping Saga <laughs> is up there, uh, as well as every podcast we do and all of our supplemental video content like bike jumps and pizza making and stuff. Is Does It Do Up by now? Uh, I don't know if the new, if the new by, episodes of Does It Do Up now? Yet. Yes, unless we put it up. Yes, it should be out. Okay, well, there you go. Yeah, check out the new Does It Do. But please, uh, if you wouldn't mind, uh, subscribe to that YouTube channel uh, because, uh, yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm afraid I'm not doing a, we're not doing a good job of letting people know about it. We're not. <laughs> <laughs> that was a pretty good job, though. I said that was pretty good, Eric. You say that was good? Yeah, I mean, yeah, except for the part where we ended the one time so everybody tuned out and then hopefully they stuck around for the rest of it. Yeah, 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 I think we did a great job. What else are we not doing yeah, a good real, job real of Real fucking banger, dude. Yeah, we yeah. have a YouTube channel, we have an Instagram, we have a Twitter uh-huh. account. Yep. We have all that stuff. We have all that this stuff. This is where you would plug what their ats are. That's just the name of this podcast.
Uh, for the YouTube channel, it's I think it's FCK Pod, FCK Face Pod, right? Oh, so it's not. Uh, it's is it really? Is, but it's not the name I of the podcast. Think so. It's weird. So. Oh. But if you search F Star Star K F A C E, you'll you'll get there. You know, I would as as our YouTube advisor, Gavin. I would like for mm-hmm. you to know that. I, I refuse to, t- to take that position. I think you already think took it. it. What are you talking you, you about? You took it. By the way, how are my thumbnails, Gav? Am I doing a good job? Yeah, I've been meaning to say you've done a great job with the thumbnails, Jeff. Oh, thank you so much. Well, it. thanks for listening to <laughs> Face. This has been a great episode, episode one forty six. You can follow us at Face Pod on Instagram and on Twitter. Check us out on YouTube. You can listen to these wherever you get podcasts. You go to roosterteeth.com, Check out everything we've done previously, and uh, that'll do it for this week for. Jeff and Gavin and Andrew and Jeff. Uh, I'm Eric and thanks for listening. Bye. <laughs> yeah, it's hour face pod. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> the cut. <laughs> hey guys, Major League fan Jack here with a look at next week's episode of Face. What is the worst pet? Who loves sea monkeys? Gondor Man is in the air. The boys talk, does it do? Is Face responsible for Banks failing? And once again, Andrew does not eat the pencil. All that and more on next week's episode of Face. <laughs>